0: Right, here we go. Episode number nine of the Aji's podcast presented by Parks Sportsbook. There's Harry Mays,
1: myself, Jason. You're on the left today. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but I, I think I, that's my good side over there, Jason, the left. Uh, yeah.
0: I think it's because I put you into the stream first. So you um, go into the left position and then I added myself second. But I got to say, Harry, before we uh, talk about Parks real quick, I was impressed. I always have some music playing when you log on. Yeah. And I had a really obscure one today. I don't know why I was in the mood. Mm -hmm. for Sean Penn's brother, Michael Penn. Right. In a song called Long Way Down. Look what the cat dragged in, parenthetically. And you go, is that Michael Penn? I go, how the
1: fuck do you know that? Is that Michael Penn, Bo? (laughs) Yeah, no, I I just recognize the voice. Yeah, right. I just recognize the voice because there was actually a song that that guy did that was kind of a hit back in, I want to say, I don't know what, late 80s, early 90s, somewhere around there that we used to do in the little band that i had uh going back in the time and it was a pretty good song i didn't even remember the name of it but you found it and it was what was the name of the song oh, I, forget. The I already I yeah, you already it. forgot yeah it's uh I, it, it, it was a real big hit right yeah it, it, it was it was a good song yeah but we can i just remembered the voice of it and uh it was a, you know it was a good song but i just uh, it's, it sounds like michael penn yeah and a like lot of David. people don't even know he was Sean Penn's brother. Yeah, yeah. You think he would have had a better career just by being his brother, right? Right. I mean, you know, I think uh, Kevin Bacon's brothers had a much better career. <laughs> you know, the I Bacon mean, even the, like the Bacon brothers.
0: Yeah. Uh Long way down was the no, one I was. No playing. myth. No, no myth. myth is the that was the yet. song. That was kind yeah. of the pop. That's
1: hit. a good tune, actually.
0: Yeah. It was, yeah. It, yeah. I, I always kind of enjoyed it. it's like very singer-songwriting kind of thing and yeah. acoustic
1: and it's pretty cool stuff. But yeah, I 1989 that came out, no myth. Yeah. yeah, so late '80s, early '90s, I had wow. it right. But yeah, how about that? You pulled that one right now, out. Now, what got you oh. into that today? That that is very obscure, especially for you. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Like sometimes, you know, you just kind of like a song pops into your head, and you're like, oh, I want to hear it. It's what's good about yeah. YouTube. You can just freaking type it in, right? And you can hear it. Like I'll go through like weird you know burst with certain you know songs that i like or bands that i haven't listened to in a long time because i find myself higher listening to the same friggin things over and over again. i know me too yeah and i can't like i i'm not up to date on new music
1: and nothing try. new really moves me a whole heck of a lot but yeah like i try to stay hip you do know. you I, i'm about as hip as a 56 year old white guy can be out of the yeah. demo out of the yeah i am yeah i am but i mean like like today i was going through uh this song i look real good today you know from the iphone commercial yeah 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 with the little uh little little guy driving around his cul-de-sac on the on the bicycle yeah and he's got the phone up there looking at him and he's all he's all badass and stuff it's ot genesis is the rapper that put this song together and I just went down a rabbit hole with this guy, you know, and I, the other day it was Chun Lee by uh, Nicki Minaj, because yeah. that's sampled in the Amazon commercial with Medusa, where she takes the glasses down and, and turns people to stone. You ever see that commercial? If you watch I don't sports think I've TV, seen it's on every two breaks. Oh, I kind of zone out. They I sample a Nicki Minaj song in there called Chun Lee. <laughs> and I like Nicki Minaj. So, I you know, I went down a rabbit hole the other day uh, of her music. So i try uh, to stay I, hip
0: I, I think was that Mickey minaj the one that you were uh citing the lyrics of the one time about
1: shaking the ass or whatever um way back when no you were doing the radio show that was a di- no that wasn't an that was a, a cardi b yeah, no it was a guy that sang that was a, a group actually oh uh yeah that's uh shake it to the floor that's an ass quake or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that was whack with uh south and uh and you and <laughs> that was pretty funny i forget yeah. the name of that song though yeah you yeah. hit those lyrics like a,
0: like you you were inspired i know <laughs> shaking like an Some ass t- quake <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. yeah like but, i hear it all with my daughter because my daughters are like want to listen to like q102 all the time in the car and yeah like all these songs and I, I don't know who anybody is right but whatever um uh, and I'm just so t- tired of listening to the same shit over and over. My wife's always like, you listen to the same, like,
1: eight songs. Yeah. But you and can go down rabbit holes on YouTube, man, with music. Oh, like uh, it's, And you just don't come out for hours. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I, I went down that George Carlin rabbit
0: hole, too. That's a bad oh, yeah, to go down. It is. That, that leads you to a strange place. Yeah.
1: So's uh, Bill Burr. You go down oh, a rabbit hole with him. <laughs> I've been down, down there did- before. Yeah, I did with Norm McDonald after he passed. I was Ugh. for a couple of days just going through, you know, video after video of Norm and just uh, it, was pr- it was pretty cool actually. So you, you see the
0: problem is you go down the Norm McDonald rabbit hole and then it and then it, there's another rabbit hole on the path that leads mm-hmm. you down the Bill Burr rabbit hole, right? which then leads you down another one and it, and you're just stuck. You need a rope to get out of that fucking <laughs> rabbit hole. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one thing after another. Uh, let's yeah. tell people about parks um uh, because there's a lot going on. I mean, the championship weekend oh. was absolute, absolutely insane. I can't imagine what the odds must have been here for Cincinnati on the Park Sportsbook app when they were down huge in that game and oh, then yeah. to come back and win it with the field goal in overtime after the pick.
1: Yeah, I didn't check, but when you're talking about when they're down 21 to three in the in the yeah. second quarter, yeah. uh, before they scored that touchdown with the uh, Samaje Ryan taking that screen pass all the way to the house for 41 yards that made it 21 to 10. And for the moment, at least, you're thinking, "Well, well at least we got a we got a game here." Cincinnati found their feet until Kansas City drives all the way down in the final minute of the first half only to not get into the end zone, which yeah. that changed the entire game. Yeah. It was really incredible. It's, it's, really really it's an incredible.
0: Absolute lesson that in sports, like careful what you tweet about a team not being ready to play or our team yeah. sucks because the the games are about the totality of the game. Right. Not just a quarter, not just mm-hmm. a period, not just
1: whatever. Yeah. So but um, you're thinking like Kansas City was kind of notorious for getting out to slow starts in a lot of their playoff games that they'd end up winning. And here they get out to this, you know, almost a three touchdown lead at home. The building is going absolutely crazy. You know, it's not like Los Angeles where the, you know, the visiting team has 50 to 60% of the fans, which is another whole story, but this Mm -hmm. is all chief mad. You know, it's mayhem in there. And Cincinnati that Joe burrow is, I mean, he is special. Really awesome. special. They're a year or two ahead of schedule, uh, the fact that he got them into the Super Bowl this year. It was just an amazing couple of weeks of football. It really yeah, was.
0: You know, the thing is, and, and it's against the Chiefs team that's been there, done that, and won it. Yeah. And they still came back in that game. And I totally agree with you. Joe Burrow, is, it's almost like Brady's handing him the baton to be the next guy. Yeah. Because yep. in his rookie year, to do what he's done, look, look how many quarterbacks have gone
1: through Cincinnati Right. This is his second year, though. This is yeah. 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 Burrow's second year. It's Jamar Chase, the wide receiver's rookie year, who has been absolutely phenomenal too.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, you look at how these two guys and this team is so transformed because of the addition of them, Mm -hmm. and it's it's like all those years, like they haven't been in you know a significant team since the late '80s. Right. Since Boomer Esiason
1: was there. Yeah, and Steve Crumride, Icky Woods, and all that, right? Did you see Icky Woods? No, I didn't. Icky Woods was there. He's sort of like their ambassador mascot kind of guy now. Wasn't he that when um, he played? uh, He kind (laughs) of, yeah. He had the Icky shuffle, which, you know, became a big thing. But Icky, if you saw him, looks like he may have swallowed Anthony Munoz along the way. I mean, he he is like a big, big man now. Uh, But he was still rocking the jersey, and he was still doing a little icky shuffle up there, you know, accepting the trophy. So it was kind of cool, man. They hadn't won a a playoff game since like 1991, and now they're in the Super Bowl for, what is it, the third time? I think we could have almost had a three-peat of San Francisco-Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Both times previously, the Bengals had been up against the Niners and Joe Montana and lost now they're up against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. And that's another great story. The Rams. Yeah. I love Stafford. Yeah, I, I like him too. Yeah. I mean, now Joe Burrow's my... really likable, but I like Stafford too. Yeah, Stafford's tough as as tough he as it come. and he's really he
0: always is. a good player, but he's just stuck in, in Detroit. And he gets yeah. out of
1: Detroit in year one. Boom, he goes right it right to the Super Bowl. It's amazing. Right. Incredible. Uh, yeah, and they made all those mid season moves. I know you want to get to Parks here. I keep derailing it. Yeah. Um, but no, but, you're right. They did. They made a lot of moves, and, and that defense with Aaron Donald is just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yep. Von Miller finally st- decided to show up in the fourth quarter and make some plays. And mm-hmm. of course, they got Ramsey in there, and then Eric Weddle comes out of retirement and actually had a pretty good, pretty, pretty good game. He made a lot of tackles in that game for, uh, you know, for a guy that was out of football for two years. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, what, you wouldn't believe where I watched the game-winning field goal of the Cincinnati game there of the Cincinnati game. Were you at the rink? I was at the barn in <laughs> York, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Fresh really? off a 5-4 yeah, 5-4 win for the for my uh, son's midget team. Wow. And we were sitting in the lobby watching the end of the fourth quarter and then the overtime.
1: And oh, they get, watching a, they get it a, in the
0: barn. They get a nice sheet out there in York? Yeah, two nice sheets in that facility. Oh, two yeah. sheets. Yeah. Wow. What's the what's the place called? Do you remember? I'm it? not even sure. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I just know it's in York, downtown New okay. York. Yeah. Oh, downtown. A, yeah, which is a real fun drive. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we well, go at the turnpike, right? We you didn't go to the th- turnpike. It oh, took us didn't? like thirty the whole oh, way route through. Like thirty the whole way. Shit. Yeah, oh it was a pain God.
1: in the ass. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh no, it was a good game, and we had a
1: five-on-three late in the game. And wow, you must have did. gone right past Dutch Wonder Wonderland. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah in the cartoon network hotel right there by the of, outlets Harry? of course yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and there's like a bunch of like you know crappy restaurants there and stuff uh-huh.
1: yeah maybe a golden corral might oh, be there, is. there yeah maybe yeah, there's there there a chair throwing brawl out there yeah.
0: <laughs> that in an old country buffet oh the old country buffet yeah exactly <laughs> awful um uh, let's tell people about parks real quick because yeah. uh You just got to download the app, open up an account, deposit, and you get your first bet risk-free up to 500 bucks. Are you going to lean already for the the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, I do. I'm looking at the Rams minus the four. Mm -hmm. Um, As great of a story as the Bengals have been, um, and I think they're going to be back in a a bunch of Super Bowls before it's all said and done with this kid. But I just think this Rams front is really going to come to play, and it's the weakness of the Bengals is their offensive line. Yeah. Uh, he survived somehow against Tennessee, getting sacked and beat up uh, by nine times. Last week, it wasn't that bad. But this Rams team, I just think they're just going to overmatch and own the line of scrimmage. And they've got enough offense uh, that I think they can win this game by a touchdown. i delay the four with the Rams. Okay. So that, that's yeah. the early
0: play from Harry yeah. uh, for the big game coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, new customers, again, no promo required. Just sign up, deposit your first bet, risk-free, up to $500. It'll be fun for the for the game too because you got individual player performances, all the props, all oh, that yeah. stuff will
1: all be there on the park. Oh app. man, can you imagine for the big game and how, how many options you're going to have on the Parks oh. Casino sportsbook app. But John Shelton on our stream is asking if you're ready to lock in a Cup champion future. No, not yet. No,
0: if, maybe after the All Star break, which is this week. That's uh, this All-All-Star weekend, break, right? Lock it. Yeah, I mean it, it's easy to kind of go like the chalk and go Colorado. Yeah, or, you know, but. You know, if you want the value, you got to find a little bit of a long shot that you can make a justifiable case for that's at like plus 800 or more. Right. So I'll I'll lock in on that for next week's episode, John.
1: Okay. All right. Um, Something to look forward to for next week.
0: Yeah. And uh, make sure you follow Parks on all the social channels at Parks Sportsbook on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. It's all there. Great content. Also, uh, daily specials and much more. So, And you'll find all the episodes of the uh, OGs. Podcast there as well. All right, Harry, that's going to put a wrap on the episode. Uh, Have a good one. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Oh man. Now, um, Um, go ahead. I I want to talk to you about Tom Brady, and on several different levels. Let's first talk about the fact that Adam Schefter tweeted out that he was retired when he wasn't yet. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because everybody wants to go now. Like, you know, Chris Mortensen tweeted out. See, he retired. Yeah. And people were questioning Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter's. He retired today.
1: Yeah. Today he did not retire the other day. I know. I know. It's it's a shame that the greatest in the sport and maybe one, you know, one of the greatest competitors of all time in any sport uh, wasn't able to really just sort of take their day and announce it yep. their way without, you know, these reporters, you know, just trying to uh, you know, get it out early. I, I figured he was done anyway. We had talked about it, I think, last week on this show, and I did uh talked about it with my show uh with Barrett on on YouTube. That I think this is it. I really think that you know the indication that he was given about you know uh, what Giselle was saying, and you know, time he was just sort of saying things in a different way that led me to believe that this was really it. Yeah. And he's a 100% commitment guy, and obviously, he says uh, that would not be there this year, and he's not going to cheat the sport. And he, he respects the sport and everybody that plays it and puts in all the work uh, each and every day, year-round, too much to just go in this sort of half-ass and maybe only 90% committed. And you have to respect that, too. So today's mm-hmm. the day. He's the best. 22 years, Jason. Three MVPs, two Offensive Players of the Year awards, 624 touchdowns. In his career, I don't think that's ever going to be touched, nor will the 84,520 passing yards that oh he accumulated. God. The next closest active player on that list is Aaron Rodgers, who may or may not hang it up in the next season or maybe tomorrow. Who knows? But he's 29,000 and some odd yards behind Tom Brady.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Think about it's, that. It, 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 and, and think about how prolific he's been. Yeah. Right. right. It's crazy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He won 35 playoff games. He appeared in 47. That's almost three full seasons worth of playoff games. And uh, what's another one? Seven Super Bowls, 10 appearances. So that means he won 10 conference championship games. He appeared in 14 conference championships out of 22 years. So that's two thirds of his career. Almost. Yeah. 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 Um, Incredible. You know, 10 appearances
0: in the Super Bowl are more than every team in the NFL except New England, and four more than any other player, five more than any other quarterback. How about that? You know, only three teams, teams collectively in their history, have more playoff wins than
1: Tom Brady. <laughs> in their history. Yes. Yeah, now the Steelers are probably one of those, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Would I think it's Green the Steelers. Bay, probably?
0: I think the Cowboys have as many 35 okay. wins and okay. the 49ers as well. Oh, the 49ers. But, I mean, yeah. some of the numbers are just eye popping. Super yeah. Bowl's all time leader in completions, yards, touchdowns, and it's not even close. He has almost 2,000 more passing yards in the Super Bowl than any other player and 10 more touchdowns than any other player with 21 ahead of Joe Montana. Wow. And he played from in Gant- three Super Bowls post 40. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs>
1: incredible. It really is. Uh, and you, speaking know, of, you know, he's played in 18% of the Super Bowls are 18%. Wow. I didn't, I did not know that. I know, you know, 10 appearances in 22 years. That's almost one every other year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's incredible. It's and, and he has more ATS covers against the spread than the Panthers, Jaguars or Texans have wins in their franchise's history. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, he has 209 ATS covers
0: against the spread. That is wow. just insane. I saw this one stat too, one more. Yeah. Um in uh, somebody I think it was from uh, a bo- a Boston publication tweeted this out. Um the bear, the Bucks in a game Recently, it was against the Bears, I think mm-hmm. there, there was a thing that popped up on the screen that said six straight incomplete pass- passes, ties a career high for Tom Brady. Wow. Really? <laughs> He's never had seven straight incomplete passes. Wow. He played in three hundred and eight regular season games, started all but two of those. Mm-hmm. He's thrown ten thousand nine hundred and one passes. Averages out to more than 35 per game. He's thrown 40 or more passes, 91 times, and 50 or more, 22 times. And this spans 22 years, five U.S. presidencies, 10 Bills head coaches. Wow. And he's never thrown seven straight incomplete passes. Even his worst game, he was seven for 19 against Miami in 04, Hmm. and eight for 21 against the Giants in 03, but never threw seven incomplete passes in a row.
1: Wow, that's incredible! Yeah, <laughs> that's and, you know, and took the team to the playoffs again. Obviously, beat the Eagles and then uh, lost to the Rams. So it's not like he's going out on a on a bad note. I mean, he could easily mm-hmm. have come back at the level that he was playing. So uh, that that's still pretty incredible to go out at 44, still playing at that high of a level.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think you said it right off the hop. Har- I think he is the greatest team sport performer. Of all time. Hmm. I mean, just look at the numbers. I mean, they're so eye popping and, and just Google Tom Brady playoff stats or Mm -hmm. crazy Tom Brady stats. And some of the ones are just, they are mind blowing. We could go for an hour just talking about his stats and
1: how insane they are. He's thrown for 13,000 plus yards in the playoffs alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's a career for a lot of guys. It is. It's just unbelievable
0: how great he was and, And I know, you know, around Philadelphia, it's trendy to hate him, but Mm -hmm. he is, he is greatness in sport personified. Yeah.
1: Oh, trust me. really got into shit off the field? No, no. I mean, he had the one, you know, the baby mama thing, you know. Yeah. His first wife. At the time was pretty, uh, uh, pretty big of a deal. But yeah, I mean, um, Mary's the supermodel. You think about the, the, just the charmed life. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I mean, she's a six round pick. Yeah, right. And if and were not for a Bledsoe chest injury where he had mm-hmm. internal bleeding, we may not even really know of Tom Brady. Who knows yeah, how that works a- out? maybe he never gets the opportunity and you just never know. Right. Or the long enough opportunity, you know, let's say Blitzer was ready to go in another week and, you know, Belichick didn't have time to sort of say, Hey man, this guy, this guy looks like he might be it. I'm going to go with him. You know, it was, the injury was so significant that they had to keep him out enough. And then when he decided or when he was able to come back and physically play Belichick had seen enough, you know, I want to see a little Mm -hmm. bit more of this guy. So, another coach
0: maybe doesn't see enough either, too. Right. Or. right. I mean, yep. the thing about it is, you, you probably needed a lot of convincing and you needed a lot of data and a lot of performance oh, yeah. because the guy was a sixth round pick at 199.
1: Yep. Right. It's, yeah. Th- I mean, how the, you know, how does think that about happen? Think <laughs> about the veterans in that locker room when they when they got wind that the, he, hey, coach is going with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he was almost twice the age of his uh,
0: tackle this year. Get a 23 year old, I think. Oh, Iowa. yeah, Worfs, yeah,
1: yeah, the kid from Iowa. He's he's a tremendous talent, too. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Good enough to be his dad. Do you watch The Man in the Arena? Have you seen any of the episodes yet on ESPN no. Plus? No, well, I got the ESPN Plus a couple weeks ago because of the PGA Tour Live is included in it, and then I can watch all the college basketball, um, which my team Temple is rarely, rarely on regular TV, they're on the Plus. So I'm watching it, and then I see I can get Man in the Arena every episode. And that's the Tom Brady documentary that he produced and basically, you know, all but directed it. Yeah. And it goes through his entire career. I'm about halfway through it. There's about, I think, 11 or 12 episodes, and it's really good. They're about an hour long, you know, so it's it's not a big, lengthy commitment, but yeah. it's really good. I'll have to check it out because yeah. I'm fascinated by them and the TB12
0: thing and all yeah. of that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, there was a, I think it was on Amazon or, yeah, I think it was on Amazon, Um, the greatness documentary. And it had all, like, the great athletes and Gretzky mm-hmm. and, you know. Schumacher, maybe, or. Yeah, I think Schumacher was in it. Pele, mm-hmm. you know, great.
1: The, the greatest of greats. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they, they're they trying to find, like, the common denominator of greatness. Right. You know. Sort of that, that DNA. that What's in that DNA? yeah like why why are some guys just able to be i mean think about it, like everybody like went to high school and you had a great athlete in your high school, and they're still nowhere near like if mm-hmm. a guy it plays minor league whatever they're they were great right as, comparatively speaking to everybody, sure, but you have these guys that it's just it's almost like unfathomable to think a guy can be that much better than everybody else in all mm-hmm. the years of sport existing.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not, it's even more than just like physical, um, Mm -hmm. attributes or, you know, athleticism because, you know, Brady's not the most athletic guy out there, but there's something inside him where, you know, he's just got a different way of approaching the, the task than anybody else. Computing information and all that stuff. It's like just pushing through. Yeah. Just pushing through always to be better, you know, to keep work, never, never get, you know, satisfied yeah. Where you're just like, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to work out today in the middle of March or whatever. You know, the season's still six months away. I, I'll get to it. No, yeah. they, those guys don't do that. Yeah. And it's crazy because they got a
0: gazillion dollars and a right. gazillion distractions mm-hmm. and options and they still don't take it. It's, it's right. It's sick. Right. Um, So he's the greatest sport athlete, in my opinion. But, you know, let's talk about Major League Baseball real quick because Bonds and Clemens are cool. not getting in the Hall of Fame. Bonds, to me, is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I, mess, I saw the, the end of Mames? Hank Aaron Hank oh, Aaron, yeah. and the very end of Willie Mays. Willie Mays was a, a, like a shell. a shell of himself. He wasn't even – like, I just heard about Willie Mays, but he was playing for the Mets in the early 70s, and they had gotten to a World Series against the A's, and he was on that team, but he was done like yeah. I didn't get to see him good but I saw Henry Aaron yeah. you know uh you know break the record in 74 and he you know was at the end of his career but he still had something yeah uh but yeah I agree with you Bonds was was the best I've ever seen the best so, all around I've ever seen
0: as much as the NFL and Brady and everything they hit home runs at pardon the pun at every op- opportunity they get with their fans with the product with everything baseball is the polar opposite hmm. Because they can't even celebrate their greatest player when just about every guy was freaking juicing at the time. Mm. And there's guys in the Hall of Fame that are admitted juicers. You can call them cheaters, whatever you want. I don't give a damn. But the fact that those two are not going to be in the Hall of Fame. And I know you had Rob Motti on, and I loved what he tweeted saying, "The, the vote for the Hall of Fame needs to be taken away from the voters who have it now.
1: And he's one of them. Yeah. He votes for it. And because it, they it's, screwed it's this up. That. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, it's not you know, there were a lot of voters, uh, writers that did vote for those guys to get yeah. in. Just not enough. I guess you need, what, 75 percent or something of mm-hmm. the vote. And you only have a certain amount of years where you're on that ballot. And then if not, you don't get in there. There's a I don't know if they still call it a veterans committee. There's other ways, you know, later in in uh, time where they could get in. But the I lobby. They should already in. be in. Yeah, Uh, because both of them, to me, uh, regardless of, you know, whatever substances they were they were taking were. It was like almost like a level playing field, and they were still that much better than everybody else. And even before Bonds got involved with this or Clemens got involved with, you can make a case that they were already a Hall of Famer. Yeah. uh, Prior to that. But then, of course, David Ortiz gets in. And he was involved in that uh, uh-huh. in that uh, report that came out, the Mitchell report, I believe yep. it was back in 2003. And his name was on it. Yep. And he was, a, you know, a, accused of taking performance enhancing substances and doesn't have near the numbers. But he's a likable guy. See? He was nice to the media. Yeah. He smiles all the time. He's not yep. a surly jerk like Bonds was a lot of time and Roger Clemens. You know, so if you're nice to the writers, they're going to let you in. And that's such
0: bullshit. bullshit.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It should be about the best of the of the best, not the people that were nice to me. Yeah, who cares? Like it's it should not be about that at all. But this sport,
0: this baseball cannot (laughs) get out of its own way. I know. They got a labor impasse now, too, Har. Right. And I saw Jason Stark's tweet, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, that hey, they are way far apart. And it looks like spring training is going to be delayed well i mean can this sport just
1: put itself into a box dig a hole and bury it and go away (laughs) it might have to uh but yeah already we're we're getting close to that what that pitchers and catchers date is coming up uh typically in another what two weeks or so yep um and that was always you know that date on the calendar back in the day when i cared a lot about baseball that you'd look forward to because it was always like a harbinger of spring is right around the corner you know what I mean? And uh, you know, can't wait to maybe go down to Clearwater and get a couple of games in and get out of the cold weather. And then next thing you know, it'll be opening day and away we go with, uh, you know, something to do during the summer. But I've replaced it. I told you this many times. Yeah, I'm out on baseball for what baseball did to baseball. OK, the way they've they've changed it with the analytics and the launch angles and, yeah. you know, balls in play don't matter anymore. And, I, and you went through a, a big dissertation on that a couple of years ago yeah. uh, with all kinds of data. And you're right. It's, it's it, to me, it's just not an exciting watch anymore. It, yeah. It's a labor to sit through a baseball game. And I used to love pitchers duels back in the day. Mm-hmm. But these guys were not trying to just hit home runs or strike out. They were trying to put balls in play. They were bunting. They were stealing bases. They were hitting the opposite way. You know, now you got this shift. And it's, you know, it's just, I just don't enjoy it anymore. I really don't. And I've replaced it. So if it doesn't come back, it won't be any sweat off of my back. But I know a lot of people still love it. And for their sake, I hope they do fix this before people just start replacing it like I have.
0: Yeah. I just have such little faith that they can fix it. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much damage done. Like Jason Stark tweeted out this quote from a story that uh, Evan Dreilich and uh, Ken Rosenthal did. Here's the quote. Anyone sensing momentum in baseball's collective bargaining negotiations need to take a deep breath. Oh, wow. (laughs) And they go through it issue by issue. They said a new CBA in baseball isn't close. Hmm. How? I mean, after all the, the damage they have done to the game. And yeah. it just keeps happening. I mean, it, to me, it's stunning that this is still going on. But yeah, it really is. I mean, this, I've replaced this... it as well. You have? Oh yeah, I'll, I have. I have Formula One starts. Oh, in March. Oh, that's, right. that's So that carries you through the summertime, then, right? It carries you nine months. Yeah, right. It ended okay. in December. It starts the first race in Bahrain is in I think six weeks. Yeah,
1: but that's only one day a week, though.
0: I mean, that's, no, 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 that, no, 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 no. No, take that back. No. no you have free practice on Friday hair, two sessions. Okay. Then you have Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. You have a, a practice session in the morning. Then you have quali. Okay. Then you have the grand prix on Sunday. And if you really get into it, you got formula two and all wow. that stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you're even watching practice. Oh yeah. Wow. Absolutely. That's incredible. That would <laughs> be like crazy. me just watching guys on the driving range on Tuesday at Pebble beach, which you would do. If it was televised,
0: <laughs> am I right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You you maybe. watch Phil out there working on
1: his lob wedge hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually took the money and went and, and uh, said, screw Pebble Beach. I'm going to Saudi Arabia this week. Is that what we did? Yeah, they're paying all the, the top guys to get appearance fees to go over to Saudi Arabia. And now the field at the Pebble Beach is the pro-am is not that good. I mean, it's uh, good enough, but it's not, not as good as it should be. But, but anyway, but- that's a story for another day. Yeah, it'll subsidize you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get through. So will the, the Saudi Arabian thing be on TV? Uh, Yeah, that'll probably be on very early in the morning. They'll probably have some of that on Golf Channel. All right, so you can DVR that and watch it yeah. at your
0: leisure is what
1: you're saying. Right, right. You're up early anyway. I am, too. I, I would either be watching that or maybe a little Premier League soccer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's good for stuff early. Yes, the EPL is a good way to subsidize, you
0: know, fill the void of baseball as well. Now, baseball was every day, mm-hmm. but I mean, when nothing happens when you're watching the games, like you said, I like pitch, pitcher's duels. I do too. Like yeah. I love a goalie duel in hockey. I love a pitcher's duel. Like it's like watching Kasparov and Bobby Fisher go toe to toe on the chessboard. Right, 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 right. When you get when you get a, a Maddox versus Randy Johnson, two totally mm-hmm. different pictures, but you know, just an incredible pitching duel on Sunday
1: night baseball, right? But I mean, now it's the ball's just never in play. Now I know, and they can't wait to go to the bullpen where they're starting with relievers and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. The sport I, I'm lost just its lo- soul. I'm just lost on it. I'm yeah. sorry. The sport has lost its soul.
0: A <laughs> um, uh. couple more things in this episode before your cleaning lady gets there. <laughs> um, <laughs> mine was mine was here today too. They're supposed to. Oh, be yeah? on Friday, but um, Friday. Yeah,
1: did, she did <coughs> didn't make it. Okay, that's right. I got a cough, so you say something. All right, you, know, you got a cough. I hope you don't have. Uh, you didn't get sick out in York at the uh, at the sheet. No, I just got. I just got over this a non COVID cold that I,
0: I I had it for like two weeks. Now yeah. my daughters and my and the old lady had COVID. Oh, the old lady had it. Yeah, and I, and I uh-huh. didn't get it, but like not this past weekend. The weekend prior, there were two wings games, and I had, I called the the girl that put does the. Um, game presentation she's Mm kind of like my supervisor if you will for the wings game because i'm the pa announcer okay and i said i tested this was on like friday i said i tested negative today i took a rapid test at home and she's like you sound like shit and she's Mm -hmm. like you can't come anyway because you have symptoms Mm. so i had to miss both games that weekend Uh, and i didn't even have covid according to the rapid test yeah so
1: how are things going with the wings they're doing well yeah, yeah. They're having a good
0: season. Yeah, it's it's fun down there. They're fun they get Good crowds. Play. Yeah, decent. I think yeah. they're trying to like kind of rebuild post-pandemic too and create that awareness. Right. But, but right. it's it's fun. They like they beat the shit out of each other with the sticks and yeah. physicality and everything. You know, there's music pumping the whole time. Right. You know, like some corn or you know, Metallica. Right. no michael penn at the at the no 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 definitely not and, and brace <laughs> does the games down there now
1: oh yeah, yeah. i know he's down there yeah absolutely so
0: i'm the pa guy and he's the hype man oh yeah he's a good there hype was, man oh, oh my god he is like yeah. he'll start like howling uh-huh <laughs> i'm oh, like yeah. what is he doing he's yeah. a maniac he
1: does that on his radio shows too is that TV right TV. oh yeah it's it's, it's awesome I thought he was like Teen Wolf at one (laughs) point. Oh, I'm like, what the hell
0: is that? (laughs) Lunatic! Uh,
1: That's awesome. Um, did did you get anywhere on Ozark? No, I haven't. uh, I haven't unearthed it yet. I
0: finished uh, part season four, part one. Yeah, which is seven episodes. Damn, it's a good show. Oh, so there's part one and then part two. Yeah, part two will wrap up the series. Okay. Oh, that's the end. Yeah, that's what Egan told me. Oh, so yeah, consider well, he'd know. the information. He would know. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he good keeps, source. He keeps tweeting out like stuff about you know the Flyers and, and he'll put out the Flyers, blah 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 and a 12 game losing streak, but he's always got the number of games wrong. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. it was nine, he would tweet out eight. When it yeah. was ten, he would treat tweet out eleven.
1: He'd he's never, never getting up. right. Nope. Nope. There's always some element of information that he gives you that is fucked up. Right, right. Yeah, and I tried to to tell him about that. I, I gave him a tighten it up, and my iPhone actually put in tighten is up instead of it. It like uh, did an autocorrect for some stupid yeah. reason, and I'm like, I tried to tell you because then he, of course, you know, he's gonna go right back to you. And yeah. so I find it ironic that you're telling me to tighten is up when you, you know, what I mean? Because I made a mistake, oh, right? Oh <laughs> I just love to put him in a headlock. <laughs> What a little pain in oh. the ass he is. Oh, uh, I actually um, miss him now. I got to be
0: honest. Yeah, well, don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I deal with the Flyers. He's the producer a lot of times. Oh, yeah. And I ask him every time at the end of the broadcast, all right, Pat, who was on highlights tonight? Like, who uh-huh. was cutting the audio? Right. And he never gives me the real person's name. He always gives me a former Fanatic employee. Right. Maybe. And there's a
1: long list.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, he'll yeah. give me Spillman
1: or Mergett. Uh-huh. He right. busted out a Lauren Fantini a No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Colin Berger says, ah, the days of half-ass Egan on the oh. stream. See, people remember all this stuff.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> everything was half-ass. If we wanted to book a guest, we'd be waiting for the guest to call Ed. Uh-huh. And he'd have the wrong Wednesday. Right. We right. have so-and-so tomorrow. It was actually next Wednesday. Uh-huh. he screw everything up. <laughs> So we'd be always be very careful promoting a guest that he booked. Yeah. Cause it was a crap shoot, whether they'd be there or not. Um, <laughs> You were telling me last week about that George Martin um
1: documentary. I still got to watch yeah. it on Showtime. Yeah. What's it, under it called the again vol- Under the Volcano. And you're right. It's the George Martin, uh, his Island studio that he built in the uh, West Indies. Mm-hmm. After he decided to get away from the London scene, this is all post Beatles and, and he just wanted to do something completely different. And uh, uh, he, he puts it on this, you know, this remote island in the middle of the the Caribbean. And it's really interesting to see all the famous groups and singers and stuff that went there. You know, they just would stay there for a couple of weeks or months, you know, in the middle of nowhere and record albums and write music. And to, to see it's a who's who of who performed there and, you know, recorded great albums there. And then it uh, it tragically ends because of a storm, a hurricane. Hugo, I believe it it was, that came in and really wiped out. Hugo. Yeah, uh, and wiped out the island. And then the volcano, there's a live volcano on the island. The volcano blew and put ash on half of the island. Is uninhabitable now, post-volcano eruption. And that was where the studio was. Oh. So you you can't even use it anymore anyway. But, like
0: Chernobyl,
1: yeah, a little bit, yeah. But during like the late seventies and all the eighties and into the you know the nineties, mid nineties, uh, this this place was uh, was a happening uh, destination for for great music. Now, did
0: the, did the environment or the surroundings uh, affect the music? And yes, kind of, you yes, did, it, you get a Caribbean flair to the music, and, and it's and group, funny that
1: yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like the police did a couple of records there and that, and sting is, is prevalent in this documentary. And actually all three of them are, and they, they incorporated a lot of the flavor of where they were into into their music. And they weren't, they weren't alone. I mean, you know, it did affect a lot of the music. Yeah. So you have those, like those, what are those drums called? Uh, The steel drum? Yeah, the steel drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, they a lot of reggae. It, so you get a lot yep. of that influence into there. That's pretty yeah. cool. I gotta like, check it. Jimmy out. Buffett did this the song or the album "Volcano," with the song "Volcano" that was one of his uh, his sing along hits, and he wrote that there as in oh. regards to the volcano.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know the other thing. I was watching that "Get Back" documentary on. I the haven't Beatles. seen it. Um, here here's a good. Under, I don't know if it's under the radar. I'm not a huge Beatles guy, but the song Two of Us by the Beatles yeah, is a that's great a, tune. That's a
1: John Lennon song. Yeah, it's yeah. so
0: good. And yeah. I I remember the song like kind of growing up and hearing it, but they were kind of rehearsing it in the show, and then I've gone back and listened to it a bunch of times. It's got really weird structure to it and everything, but I love mm-hmm. that song and like the, the melody of it. It's awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, very cool great, song. Great one.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to get to here? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm on halfway through, a little bit over halfway through. Archive eighty one.
0: Oh, that's on Netflix, isn't it?
1: Yes, uh, it it's, it's a little creepy, a little twisted, a little yeah. like, little scary. You know, it's it's like the occult yeah. and uh, devil worship kind of thing. Like you, you know, it's it's pretty wild. But I'm I'm into they're an hour long, and it kind of hooked me. And there's only eight episodes thus far, so I'll I'll finish that up this week. But I'm I got into that. So you give that a Harry Mays thumbs up? Yeah. I mean, if you like, if you like to be a little bit on edge, there's some episodes that are a little slow Mm -hmm. where it kind of drags, but there's some, uh, there's some creepy stuff in here and I, and the acting is really good. Yes. Sometimes like those shows,
0: like if they make you like uncomfortable, you almost get physically uncomfortable. Yeah. you can only watch in small
1: doses. Right. I can only watch one episode at a time. This is not something I could binge, you know, and take out three or four at once. Um, there there's a documentary that's on Netflix called The Alpinist. Oh yeah, I've seen uh promos for that.
0: So an Alpinist is a, a mountain climber that climbs, you know, mountains that are snow and ice covered. Right. And there's this guy, he's a Canadian guy, something I forget his name, something LeClaire, I think. And not
1: Johnny Leclerc.
0: Not Johnny Leclerc. <laughs> and not Charles Leclerc, the Formula One driver for uh the scuderia Ferrari. Oh, yes. But I'm watching this documentary, and heights are one of my things that I twist my stomach into. Me too. Me too. And I'm watching it, and this guy is like climbing this mountain with these spikes on his feet. But the mountain is ice covered, snow covered, and not covered in rock. And he's climbing this rock. Wow. And it looks like he's like just crawling up a little hill, Hmm. but it's a wall he's climbing. Like it's he's so good at it, right? Right. But I'm so twisted in my stomach thinking this dude's going to just
1: slip and plummet to his
0: death oh. that I have to turn it off. I can't watch it.
1: Yeah, I get I get sick, like seeing like people jump out of a plane, like if they've got like one of them GoPros on yeah. right, on their on their helmet and or, or they show the videos of like the soldiers, you know, the um, uh, paratrooper kind of guys jumping out of the plane. And you're like right there with them. I lose yeah. it like it yeah. affects it like I can't
0: handle it. <laughs> Like I can't really even bad. handle that picture of the sky the the iron workers in New York City from 1954 oh, yeah. building the building, sitting there eating lunch on the on on the girders. Oh uh it makes me want to yeah. puke I know <laughs> <laughs> You know it's a good one, though. Do you ever see the video of the guy climbing the radio tower to change no. the lights at the top of the tower? No, it's Ooh, like I can't imagine. Oh that. my God ha. Like you're going up there in Maniunk, uh,
1: where all those towers yeah. are, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like no this way. guy's
0: job is to climb this freaking tiny nope. tower that's held up by
1: w- cables. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's change gotta be swaying in the wind. It's gotta yeah. be swaying. Like I'm getting the heebie-jeebies right now just talking about it because I can imagine. I can imagine it so vividly. It uh-huh. had to have been that if you believe in past lives, I must have died falling out of a window of a skyscraper. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I did as
0: well <laughs> oh <my laughs> because God. I hate it, but, yeah. but it's weird because I want to skydive just to get over it and just to have the feeling of what it must feel like to be back on land. No, I don't. I don't want to do that. You wouldn't do it. No. You'd have to throw yeah. me out of the plane. Probably yeah, exactly. cut the engine.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're going uh, down. Right. You, you know, as going back to that documentary under the volcano, do you know what the last record was that was recorded there before they shut it down? What year? Uh, I want to say late 80s, late 89-ish. Ooh, 89-ish? Yeah, it's probably say 89, 90. 89, Very 90. famous, very famous band. Guns N' Roses? No, bigger. Bigger than Guns N' Roses? Oh, bigger. I mean, almost as big as it gets, bro. in um, 89, 90 Pink Floyd? No, the Rolling Stones. Oh, Steel okay. Wheels. Steel Wheels was done there, huh? Uh-huh, Yeah. I didn't know that. They were the last ones to record there. And that's kind of interesting. Dire Straits did a a couple of records there, including Mm -hmm. the Brothers in Arms. And there's an interesting story about how they got Sting onto the record. Um, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but there's some really good stuff. You would like
0: it. All right. Yeah, I got to check it out. Yeah. Um, So we'll definitely check that out. And uh, that's going to put a wrap on episode nine of uh, Ajis, presented by Park Sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. And get ready. Start, start like kind of getting used to the functionality because coming up in a week, you're gonna have so much to wager on all the props, oh, on everything. It's gonna be player sick. props. Yeah, we'll roll some of those out next week. Some props and stuff. Yep. Hair. Huh? Absolutely. Let's do so it. We'll do, we'll do that next week. New customers again. You don't need a a promo code. You get five hundred dollars risk free bet. So you just deposit and your first bet is risk free up to five hundred bucks. And make sure you follow Parks on the social channels at Parks Sportsbook on Twitter, Instagram facebook and youtube as well um it, it's amazing because when we a- end these episodes harry manages to exit the studio quicker than anybody
1: i've ever seen what do you he mean Evaporates. as soon as what? we end it you're gone <laughs> oh well, what what am i supposed you want me to stick around i'll stick around i didn't no, i didn't I'm know walking. oh okay, okay. <laughs> but you got the trigger it's like a trap door i go we'll talk to you
0: next time and boom you yeah. fall right through the floor like Saddam Hussein in that uh, gallo <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my, All right, oh my uh, god alright everybody episode 10 coming up next week everybody have a great week we'll talk to you next time on the Odd G's podcast